0: Hey everybody, this is Jamie Migdahl and I'm your host of Pet's Mean Business and always excited to talk to you guys about what's happening in the pet industry, bringing you news and information and introducing you to incredible people. And so what we've decided to do, because there's some incredible stuff happening within the pet industry, is we're going to be doing a special segment once a month. And this is our initial, our inaugural special segment. And the special segments are going to be brought to you by Pet Life Radio. And the focus of the special segments is about pack now you're probably thinking pack of dogs or something of that nature which wouldn't be necessarily untrue because you know we're in the pet industry and for our minds to go there would be totally logical but in this case pack is actually a professional certification organization pack is the first well it's actually the second but certainly for the pet services industry PAC is the professional certification body for the entire pet services industry, and it is in its initial phase of development, and with me today, and I'm excited about this part, and I think this is the coolest piece of it, is the co-founder of this organization, Susan Briggs. She and I are going to be together bringing you these monthly updates as PAC prepares for its launch, and in fact, Susan will talk about this, we'll talk about this together. The website actually went live today, and that website is paccer so it's cert. Um, professional animal care certification. And if this all sounds like clunky right now and you're trying to figure out what is Jamie talking about, listen, it'll all make sense soon. It'll make sense in this. Hopefully by the end of this session, it'll make sense. But certainly as Susan and I uh, move forward with these updates, you'll totally get into it. You'll think it's cool and be excited just like we are. So in that spirit, please welcome my co-host and co-founder of PAC. I am not a founder, by the way. Let's be real clear about that. This is totally this amazing woman, Susan and her team. Susan Briggs. Welcome, Susan.
1: Thank you, Jamie. I'm thrilled to be here. And you are a big part of that team. And so I really appreciate you being a part of the PAC Marketing Committee because we have a lot of work to do
0: yeah, it's a lot of work for sure, and i got to tell you, I just, you know, watching what you're doing, and I know this is all just a labor of love right now, and you've been in the industry for, I think, as long as I have, or something around that, I don't know, something. Oh. How long have you been in the pet industry?
1: Opened my pet care center in 2000, so 15 years.
0: Okay, so um, I'm just, I have about five years on you, but those five years were certainly, <laughs> I was a kid, so it doesn't <laughs> Same account. So yes, you, you and I have been at this for a long time. And, uh, and so I guess maybe what we should, what do you think the most important thing in terms of establishing, you know, our radio segment, mm-hmm. but also establishing kind of what we want to get across? What do you think we should talk about today?
1: I think we start with the why because I think that's just so important in anything you do is why do we feel pet care services needs certification now? Because it has operated for 15 years and let's kind of explore that why. I know from my perspective and Charlotte Biggs, who is my co-founder, it was something that kept coming up to us and we both coming from the industry and having sold our businesses, we understand how much hard work there is and how many pet care service providers there are out there that just truly give it their all, ensure they have the knowledge, and really focus on it all being about the pet. Unfortunately, we hear a lot in the news about tragic things that can happen for pet care services, Mm -hmm. and unfortunately, we all kind of get painted with that same brush, and we wanted to help Those who are truly dedicated to being professionals kind of set themselves apart. And I think what's happened recently, when I got into the business in 2000, it was a big investment that required a lot of research and a lot of money. So we really had to make sure all of our I's were dotted, T's were crossed, and that included being very knowledgeable about what we were doing. But recently, through the internet, there's just been an ability of people to get into pet care services out of their home and it's for some of these people they have really good intentions but it's kinda like they don't know what they don't know at the time they start taking care
0: of pets sure well I think also too and correct me if I assume you've had the same experience but I know that when I started my dog walking company oh, so many years ago it was so it was just not taken seriously by anybody friends family I mean even maybe clients if I think back and if I'm being honest with myself it's such a you know back in the day 20 years ago or so it was certainly a very fringe industry and a very fringe kind of, um, I wouldn't even call it a profession at that point, to be perfectly honest. But as, you know, the last 20 years has, as we've grown as an industry and grown in terms of our body of knowledge that the industry takes and kind of makes our own, it is important to not be that fringe kind of, have that fringe concept that that I think encompasses the pet industry. And that's, and I think it holds everyone back because of that lack of professionalism or lack of oneness, if you will. Mm-hmm.
1: That's right. And so, what we're developing right now is what is the body of knowledge required for a pet service professional, and what we're looking at are the people that work in lodging or boarding centers, doggy daycares that do dog walking or pet sitting. Those service providers that I think are really important to a lot of us pet owners, I use both a, you know, lodging daycare and pet sitting, pet transport service, and what makes one a professional more so than the other, and that's what we're exploring through the development of our program. So, we know there's a knowledge base that has to be there. But you know what I'm really excited about as far what? as pack and what we're <laughs> bringing <laughs> what? to the table? Tell me. We are really focusing on let's go the extra mile and let's really focus on the relationship and to make sure that everything we do in caring for our pets supports a very positive Human bond with our animals, which is where we're at today. We know that pets are part of our family, and that's what our pet parents and animal caretakers expect from us. So it's pushing us to have the conversation about the tools we use, the operating procedures, the advice we give or we don't give. I think we as pet care professional, especially in doggy daycare, a lot of times, you know, there's behavior issues that come up. We have to know when we refer that family to a behaviorist, someone who has more specialized knowledge about the pet than we do.
0: At the end of the day, I know you and I have talked about this so much and I love this conversation because I think at the end of the day and as a professional and as a pet owner, pet parent, however we're using, I, I never know what's the thing to say these days. Listen, I'm old school. I say pet owner. Sorry, guys. But as a as a collie parent, <laughs> I think the thing that is most important to keep in mind, and this is I think for all you pet services folks out there listening right now, is after you close shop or after we're done with our day or class is over, dog training class is over, the grooming shop is closed, that that dog goes home and is part of a different community. And that community is their family, their neighborhood, the extended family, other dogs in, in that they are in proximity to. And so things that we do with the dogs outside of the owner's home have a huge impact that we have no sense or visual on. And so it's I always think about that, you know, that, that dog is essentially that person's quote unquote problem. Mm-hmm. And, you know, dogs are a liability. And I know that's not a very sexy or romantic thing to say, but they are. And and that's just that's just the way of life. And it's our job as pet professionals to reduce that liability and not increase it for the pet owner. And that I think is why I am most attracted to pack because I want people to have an awesome, awesome life with their dogs. I want them to have the best of everything, have the lowest risk and just be able to live an enjoyable life. And I think that the professionals have a lot to do with whether that's going to be the case or not.
1: I totally agree and let me tell you just a real quick story that my trainer told me at the gym this morning that you're like personal trainer? Yes, my personal Where trainer, you going, Susan, broke my heart. I know. I Look at you, trying to be fit. <laughs> I got to have the stamina to see this through. So <laughs> it's, right. it's right. So my trainer lives with her sister right now and they I've known about Miko their dog since he was a puppy cuz you know, she knows what I do and I love hearing Miko's story. So I feel like I know Miko although I've met him once as a puppy. And so Miko is a Ridgeback mix, and he's probably a year and a half to two years old now. And he's been going to doggy daycare ever since he was a puppy. And she told me this morning that Miko was in trouble, that yesterday he had an incident at his doggy daycare. And when they were going outside, Miko got startled and turned and snapped at another dog. And actually, there was an injury to that dog's face and ear. So we were sad to hear that, but what really broke my heart was the steps and actions that not only the daycare was taking, because as you know, that's kind of my service passion that I have is helping people do daycare where it's safe and fun for the dogs. And incidents are going to happen, and I'm not at all surprised that a dog would react in that scenario. I could picture it happening. But there, the daycare stand on this is the suspended Nico from daycare for three days. And then when he comes back, he's going to spend a week doing half-day play and half-day rest. And then they'll decide if he can still play. Okay, I have, as a professional, some feedback on that. But then what really got me was this is the advice they gave the parents, that to take Nico home and not feed him that night. Oh. And then to have Miko spend the next three nights sleeping in his crate, not to let him on the couch, and not to give him any love or attention or let him play and have fun for the next three days. Oh,
0: my God. So Susan, I can hear seriously? you gasping. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sad. This just, uh, you know, ah, see, your heart's
1: broken, too. Ah. Because we share the importance <laughs> of that relationship, and we both know that that means nothing to Miko except for now his family is ignoring him, and he doesn't understand why.
0: That's right. That's right I mean that story is uh, that story is heartbreaking and unfortunately I think I think probably not unusual right um, which is again which brings us right back to and by the way I think and I know that you know this and we already talked about this I think at the top of our segment today that that daycare either professional or owner what have you manager means well right. They well. Do well. They, they don't know. That's right. They want Miko to be successful, and they want the family to be happy, and they want a long-term relationship. This was not out of a malicious intent to give this sort of instruction, no. and so it goes back to: we do need a body of knowledge that everyone can at least pull from. You don't need to live by the letter, but certainly pull from reasonable, well-researched, and kind of totally humane principles. I mean that's that's what and that it's missing from what you just described. So again, this is why why PAC is here and why it's gonna be huge for the industry. I mean it's gonna be huge and you should be are you just so proud of yourself?
1: I you know I kinda have to shake my head to see that something that Charlotte and I talked about at her kitchen table in January is already coming to life. It, that was yeah, January? January, when we decided that we needed to co-found this. And it proves to me this is so needed because we have gotten wonderful people on board like yourself really pushing this forward and really supporting it. And we're open for still taking volunteers and help. So go to our website. You can be a part of this.
0: So website again is? What you can say it. T-A-C.
1: Time cert Dot org
0: which stands for professional animal care certification alright guys I'm Jamie you're Susan we are dog lovers at our hearts and we're also consummate pet professionals and we're here to help you guys in any way you want whether you're a pet owner you're a pet professional you're a, a wannabe pet professional whatever it is PAC is going to be a place that you're going to want to be a something you're going to want to be a part of and be on top of what's happening as it evolves and so it is preparing for launch but like I said earlier the website did go live today so yay, um, yay! and so if you're listening to this we're saying today you may be listening to this in the future and so it already is live old news by now if you're listening later but you get the whole point all right susan this is awesome we'll do this again next month i
1: look forward to it thanks jamie have a great one
0: you too susan all right guys this is jamie McDowell, host of pets mean business with our special segment talking about pack if you have any questions you can reach me jamie at petliferadio.com susan why don't you go ahead quickly throw out your email
1: susan at crystalcanine.com.
0: Just like it sounds. All right, guys. Have a great rest of your day. Go dogs. Go pet owners. Go pet lovers. Yay, we're all in this together. Have a great one. Let's Talk Pets. Every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.